Amen. Well, thanks for having me, Pastor Chip. This is awesome. And thank you all for your time. Time and words are precious and important. So thanks for giving me your time to hear some of my words. <laughs> Amen. I love you guys. Amen. What's tonight? Friday? Is everyone alive? Everyone awake? <laughs> Praise God. I got 40 pages of notes, so just bear with me. I, I didn't plan to go past midnight, so thanks. That was a joke. Yeah. Wow, this light and the, the mic is just great. I feel like, you know, stand up. You can just stand up up here. <laughs> madness, too. Madness. I like it. That's the call for the night. Madness, for sure. March madness. Awesome. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. I'm going to read something, uh, uh, one uh, passage from the Amplified Bible, which I heard was written by women because it has more words. But um, yes. that's not my opinion. I just heard that. I just heard that. So that wasn't my you know, conclusion. But So we got madness, and then we got the Amplified Version. So amen. Uh, love, our number one quest in life. You know, I heard Brother Hagen. Everyone know who Kenneth Hagen was? The original Kenneth Hagen? Who Pastor Mike served, Pastor you know, Mike and Beth. Uh, he was told by the Lord to teach my people faith. That was his commission from Jesus, one-on-one. -on -one. Jesus spoke to him and said, go teach my people faith. And that's pretty much what he did. He, could, he did a pretty good job of it. Uh, but he said he owed his life and divine health to his love walk, not his faith walk. And the Bible says, uh, faith worketh by love. Amen? He said he owns his divine health, uh, not, without, not with a headache in 43 years. Divine health. He said he had many opportunities to take a headache. He just didn't take it. He said he only takes things from heaven. Amen. But he said, he's on record as saying, I owe my divine health to my love walk. So love keeps us in divine health. Amen. Um, have you heard it said that love is the royal commandment? Do you know who said that? It's the royal law. You know, there was over 3,000 laws just in the book of Leviticus. Over 3,000 they had to keep. And Jesus just gave us one to make it easy on us. New Testament believers, amen. The law of love, amen. James refers to it as the royal law. It's either James or Peter. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's one of those two. Amen. <laughs> I'll get back. See, that's why I need Clarissa here. You know, she's my check and balances. Praise God. Praise God for wives. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm so happily married. I love marriage. Amen. But our first marriage is to the Lord. Amen. So if you don't have that intact, I don't advise you to get married. Amen. <laughs> Your first marriage is to the Lord. You know that word single actually means complete. To be single means to be complete. So you ought to be complete in him before you get married, amen? Before you complete someone else. Ooh, amen. Praise God. Hallelujah for the anointing. Amen. That's spirit of truth. Holy Spirit, you're welcome in this place. Amen. Come on in. Uh, go with me, if you will, to 1 John 4, 8, if you want. Put your eyes on that. It's always good to put your eyes on the word, isn't it? And your ears. Just put it in all five senses. Amen. Just keep it flowing in. Amen. 1 John 4, 8 and 1 John 4, 16. And the Bible says, Out of the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. So this is established. It says God is love. Amen. doesn't say God has love, but it says God is love. doesn't say God is faith. God is love. Faith worketh by love. Amen. God is love. It's who he is. And that came from Jesus' beloved, he called himself. The disciple John. He called himself Jesus' beloved. Amen. And uh, that was his confession of faith. Uh, that's a good confession to have. I'm Jesus' beloved. Amen? Yes. Praise God. Be loved. Be his beloved. Amen? So God is love. And he had the greatest revelation of love out of all the disciples. He lived the longest, actually. And uh, that pot of boiling oil that people tried throwing him in, scholars say, couldn't burn him up, couldn't die.
Because he uh, not only believed the love, but he knew the love, amen? He lived the longest. Uh, divine health comes through love, amen? Keeping our love walk strong. Finances, prosperity, it all comes through love. The love that I wish above all things you prosper and be in health, just as your soul prospers, amen? Well, that's linked to our love walk, amen? Say the blessings linked to love. Amen, amen. John 13, 34, here he is again, big John. The, the, the disciple with the greatest revelation of love. Jesus said in John 13, 34, this one commandment, say I have one commandment. I give you that you love one another as I have loved you. As I have loved you, so you love one another. And how did he love? Well, if you like to turn to 1 Corinthians 13, I like this from the Amplified. 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8 in the Amplified says, love endures with patience and serenity. You can substitute that word love for God right there, amen, because God is love. So God endures with patience and serenity, amen. God is kind and thoughtful. And you know the first fruit of your born-again spirit is love? Galatians 5.22, the fruit of the Spirit, the ninth fruit. The first one is love, amen, because we're made in the same exact image and likeness of love, amen, of who God is, amen. Say it with me, God is love. He doesn't have love, he is love. Amen, and you're made in the same exact image, amen. So you have love, amen, love's in you now. I think, we, I think it'd do us good to uh, become God-inside-minded, amen. I mean, God's in you right now. Love himself is in you right now, amen? So when the flesh tries uh, lashing out <laughs> and fighting back, it's, the Bible says the love of God constrains us. There's something in me that just holds me back, amen? That just keeps on loving, amen? And the other fruit will operate through the first fruit, amen? If you keep on loving, you're going to have joy, amen? It's just a byproduct of who he is, amen? If you want to be happier, just keep walking in love, amen? You know, disciple actually means disciplined one. So you got to be disciplined in your love command, amen? We do. To stay joyful, amen? Because the world needs to see smiles, amen? It's a depressed place out there, isn't it? I was praying in the Spirit before service. I had all day to prepare today. Praise God for Fridays, amen? Just praying all day. Praise God, amen? But I sensed a, a strong spirit of depression, amen? But there's a, there's a strong spirit of depression out there. But the love of God in us, the love that's shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Spirit will weed that out, amen? Push that off from us, amen? Perfect love casteth out all fear. Depression's linked to fear, amen? But the more you walk in your love command and you just say in your love command, fear can't touch you, amen? And the joy of the Lord's your strength, amen? So that joy's just gonna come through, shining through, amen? <laughs> say the joy's in me now. Cause he's in me now. Say the love of God. It's been shed abroad in my heart by the Holy Spirit. Say, when I want to wring someone's neck, the love of God constrains me. Then I don't do it. <laughs> See, that's not me. That's it. Amen? That's God inside me holding me back. Amen? Yeah. So I've started a new habit. If I want to you know, hurt someone or the flesh just wants to reach out in anger or uh, wants to speak an ill word, I try to minister to that person instead. At least pray for him. I mean, we've got to bless our enemies, right? But, uh, you know, if there's someone out there in the world, I, I try to reach him with the gospel instead or just evangelize them, amen? And share the love of God, amen? That's a good habit, I think. <laughs> instead of killing someone. <laughs> you practice anger long enough, you may, you may kill someone. You practice love long enough, no one can touch you. Amen? Offenses just roll right off like a duck's back. It's easy. 
His yoke is easy and his burden is light. The love command's easy and it's light, amen? But it'll keep all the junk from the world off your back, amen? Say it with me again, the blessing works by love. So 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8 in the Amplified says, Love endures with patience and serenity. Love is kind and thoughtful. Again, this is who God is, and this is who you are, because you're an exact duplicate in kind. Love is kind and thoughtful and is not jealous or envious. Love does not brag and is not proud or arrogant. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not provoked, nor overly sensitive and easily angered. See, the flesh is easily angered, but love isn't. Amen? And that's the love that constrains our flesh. It does not take into account a wrong endured. Oh, that's a big one. It does not take into account, so you're not treating anyone today by how they affected you wrongly yesterday. Amen? It does not take into account a wrong endured. It does not rejoice at injustice. You know, I had a huge breakthrough in my life when I forgave my dad, and he was a great father. But uh, it just seems to have, the devil comes in through anyone. Amen? And sometimes they'll come into those closest to you. Amen? But uh, just pushing through condemnation and stuff, just going through life, you know, as a kid. Um, but I just had to forgive my dad, you know, that I had some pent-up anger and aggression toward him. But I'll never forget the day, the night I forgave him, just out of my heart. I was with a friend in Huntington Beach late at night in the suburban. And it just came out of my heart. I forgive my dad. And when I did, it was like a vice was ripped off my head. And this weight and the burden just came right off. And uh, that really set me free and healed me. Amen. So forgiveness heals your heart, and forgiveness is for you, not others. It's for you to live your life in fullness, amen? But I remember I forgave my dad, and my life kind of took off from that point, amen? That was just in me, you know? Again, he's a great father, and we're friends today, and we're in touch, and he's right here, and when he comes to this church, amen? He sees my kids all the time. But uh, that was just in me, you know? And it had to go. Lord had me say that for a reason, amen? Forgive your dad. <laughs> Have you ever heard that Johnny Cash song about his dad? Yeah. There's a lot of sons who have a lot of anger against their fathers. Amen. There's some bad dads out there. There's some good dads who are just tripped up by the enemy. Amen. But the, the moment I forgave him, I was set free. So praise God forevermore. And now I have a flourishing family today. And I'm not easily given to anger. I'm easily given to love. Amen. It's the way to go. Love is the victory. Amen. Praise God. So amen. I hope that was for somebody. It does not take into account a wrong and dirt. It does not rejoice at injustice, but rejoices with the truth when right and truth prevail. Praise God. Love bears all things regardless of what comes. Believe all things, looking for the best in each one. Hopes all things, remaining steadfast during difficult times. Love will anchor you in the storm. Endures all things without weakening. Without weakening. Get that. Love doesn't weaken. The, love, the agape love in you and me doesn't weaken. It's who God is. He can't grow weak. Amen? Love never fails. The only verse in the Bible says something doesn't fail is love. Because it's who God is. Love never fails. Say never fails. So if I have a choice to get angry or walk in love, I'm going to choose love. Amen? And love can lead me to get angry. I mean, if I'm protecting my wife or my family, I mean, that's kind of a righteous anger, don't you think? But Jesus didn't let that stop his ministry. I mean, he, uh, what, he whipped those, those money changers in the temple? He was angry, right? But then he just, the next moment, he was laying hands on someone for healing. So he had to be right back in love, man. He had to be walking in love because he was about sin, right? So he drove those money changers away in anger and love. So love protects, amen? Praise God. So don't let the devil trip you up either. That's the other side of the ditch. 
Where if you get angry, the devil's right on your back saying, oh, you're out of love, you're out of love. No, well, maybe you maybe just be protecting the ones you love, amen? God gets angry over us, amen? Because he's protecting us, because he loves us, amen? So praise God. Don't let the devil trip you up on that either. Especially for us men, amen? <laughs> praise God. Manness. March manness. Gotta love it. <laughs> Say, I receive. I receive your love tonight, Father. Pour it into me like never before. I'm an open vessel for your love. May I take it into every relationship from here on out. I receive your healing presence in my life. Your word is health and healing to all my flesh. Father, the wounds from the past, I let go and I forget. I determine from this night forward to walk in my love commandment like never before. And I will see good days ahead because your word promises me that. Well, amen, amen. Proverbs 17, 9 says, love forgets mistakes. Nagging about them splits the best of friends. Did you get that one? That's a good verse. Love forgets mistakes. Nagging about them splits the best of friends. So you ought to choose your friends as you choose your spouse. Amen? You ought to choose your friends as you choose your spouse because you'll become like the top five people you hang around most. So choose your friends wisely. Amen? And choose your spouse wisely because you're spending the rest of their life with them. Amen? <laughs> but you ought to choose your friends wisely as well. I mean, what, I know my mom told me when I was in kindergarten, going through school, go make friends. She sent me out to school, go make friends. She never told me, let friends make you. She told me, go make friends, amen? So you want to choose your friends, not let friends choose you, amen? Because they'll affect you for the good or the bad, amen? They'll either set you up or set you back, amen? You'll become like the top five people you hang out with. That's technically proven now, amen? <laughs> Say, I have good friends. Amen, amen. You know that book of Job, Job's friends? Well, who needs the enemy with friends like those, amen? <laughs> so some of us have had friends, uh, we got to just let them go, amen? And just go on with God, amen? So you want to surround yourself with the best, amen? Say, I'm God's best. I'm his chosen property. And I surround myself with others that are his. Amen. Friends will either set you up or set you back. So choose friends wisely. And the book of Proverbs has more on friendship than any other book. So if you want to read that, amen. I don't really have too many friends, to be honest. You know, Jesus had 12 disciples, but he had three friends. Peter, James, and John. He had intimates in that group. See, God doesn't have favorites, but he does have intimates. And so should you, amen. You should be able to count your friends on one hand. We have many acquaintances, but friends, they're usually for a lifetime. And they'll affect you, amen. Good or bad. So Jesus had three he took with him everywhere. Twelve disciples, but three friends, his inner circle, his intimates, amen? And again, God, God doesn't have favorites, but he does have intimates. His arms are open to all those who will come to him, amen? So you choose your level of intimacy with the Lord, amen? That's up to us. So go make friends. Let friends not make you. Because <laughs> the Lord sends people, but so does the devil, amen? I've heard it said, if the Lord, when the Lord wants to bless you, he'll send someone. And when the enemy wants to destroy you, he'll send someone too. So you've got to know the difference. Who's of Satan and who's of God, amen? Because Satan's the God of this world, so he can influence man, right? So just be wise, amen? Friends will either set you up or hold you back. 
What's this title? Love and Relationships? <laughs> Say, I'm a lover. Amen. You can be a lover and a fighter. Love fights at times, doesn't it? Amen. Praise God. Praise God. So choose who you want to befriend. Don't let others befriend you until you befriend them. Amen. Take your time. My wife is my best friend. And that's my greatest piece of advice is to marry your best friend when you, if you want to get married is to marry your best friend. I just figured 86 years with the same person, I gotta marry someone I have fun with. You know, they say the divorce rate is so much lower in cities that have more entertainment in them. So that just tells me that, you know, married couples, couples uh, who enjoy each other's company, uh, survive and, and flourish longer because they enjoy one each other and have fun with each other, amen? So marry your best friend. <laughs> She's my best friend, praise God. I love it, it's great. Whenever we're out the kids, we just go right back to our old selves. We can go anywhere and have fun. It's great. We don't even want to come home at times. But there's three little ones. Beckoning us home. <laughs> Calling me from the house line now, because they know our numbers at ages four, five, and six. <laughs> Calling me on FaceTime. Can I have a popsicle? Can I have a cookie? I'm spending time with my best friend. You're not my best friend. Your second. Amen? <laughs> Your wife has to be first. Amen? Just note that. Amen? Your wife has to be first when you start having kids. I'll just be honest. Amen? So make your wife and make your husband your best friend. Amen? Marry your best friend. That's my, that's my greatest tip for marriage. Amen? Marry your best friend. Praise God. Because when life gets tough and life gets tough, you always fall back on that. You just go, go have some fun. Amen? Have some fun together. The strongest marriages I see, they're best friends. So marry your best friend. Uh, what else do I have in here? Someone you can always have fun with and enjoy their company because you won't always, you'll always have that together. All right, I'm moving on. <laughs> Tough crowd. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I know you're all love pops. I lived in New York for a while. You know, it's cold. Everyone's fighting the weather. And it seems like they have cold hearts, but they don't have cold hearts. They just have thick skin. You just got to get through the skin to get to that chubby love heart, amen? <laughs> I had a pretty hardcore friend from Jersey who ran a bar, and this was BC before Clarissa. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all had a past. The past is past, amen. Move ahead. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he was pretty tough. And, uh, but he was just a cream puff on the inside. You know, they're just fighting the weather and fighting everything, and it's like, you know, you just dig a little bit, and oh, there they are, amen? So what was my point? Uh, I don't know. Oh, tough guy. Yeah, you're all love pups inside. That was my point, amen? We all have the love of God shed abroad in our heart. I hope somebody's getting this message. I hope the love of God is penetrating from me to you, amen? Because he's in me too, amen? Say, God's in me. And God's in the person sitting next to me. So you ought not talk about God's property badly. Amen, right? <laughs> so uh, we don't own the person sitting next to us, right? And we don't own any other Christian. But guess who does? Jesus does, right? So we can't talk bad against them because they're not our property to begin with. Amen? They're his property. So don't let offense strangle out the love in you. Amen? Keep walking in the love and keep flowing in health, keep flowing in wealth, keep flowing in the good things of life. Amen? Love works the blessing. Praise God. Praise God forevermore. God looks at the heart and not the outward appearance. 
So you should too when it comes to marriage and when it comes to choosing friends. I mean, God chose David, the youngest, amen? The ruddy, the runt of the litter. He didn't look on the outward appearance. Uh, do you have any more sons, Samuel said? And, and there was David, amen? Not the average pick. So you can't make friends and you can't uh, even base your wife or your husband based on the outward appearance. You've got to look at the heart. You've got to look deeper. Just create those people for life, amen? So God looks on the heart of man, not the outward appearance, and so should we, because he's in us, amen? And we're in him. Praise God. Say, I'm one with my Father. My Father is love. I'm one with love. Amen. So the greatest commandment, the commandment we have in this New Testament, again, there was over 3,000 in that book of Leviticus alone. Now we just have one in the New Testament. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself. How many of you love yourself? <laughs> I enjoy spending time with me. I'll just be honest. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I used to go golfing a lot by myself. I just love being alone. But you ought to get to love yourself, amen? Because your love for others will stem almost entirely from the love that you have for yourself first. That's why I say you have to be single and complete before you get married. You've got to fall in love with yourself before you fall in love with somebody else. Because if you're not in love with yourself and you take that into your marriage, your marriage is going to get destroyed. You got to love yourself, amen? And you get to love yourself by allowing God's love to pour out in you, amen, through his word. Praise God. So my, uh, my love for others is determined by the level of love I have for myself. Do you love being with you? <laughs> you should. You should take time for you, amen? Fall in love with you. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. That's a great confession every morning. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Praise God. God loves me just as much as he loves Jesus. Amen? Jesus is my older brother, blood brother. Amen? When God sees me, he sees Jesus. When God sees you, he sees Jesus. Amen? That's a great thing to get in your heart. God loves you just as much as he does Jesus. And if you were the only one in the world, he still would have sent Jesus to die for you. He died to love you. He died to love us, amen? That's the reason he died, was to love us. Isn't that just awesome? I mean, that far exceeds our comprehension, the love of God. It surpasses all understanding, the Bible says. So it has to be a revelation of love, amen? A revelation of the love of God. We live by revelation, not knowledge. Knowledge puffeth up, but love edifies. So we live by revelation. You know that thing when it drops in your spirit and a light, it's like a light bulb goes off? You know the word dropped in and was planted in good soil in your heart, which is good ground, made in the image and likeness of him? The love of God has been shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Spirit. You plant the word in there, it'll produce a harvest every time. It's good soil. It's good ground. Amen? <laughs> Say, the love of God shed abroad in me. Say, I'm good ground. And I take time to fertilize it. Amen. So stir yourself up. Spend time with yourself and feed yourself. Warren Buffett, I've said this before, Warren Buffett was on record saying the greatest, you know, one of the greatest investors who's ever lived said the greatest investment you can make is in yourself. It pays a thousand to one. The greatest investment you can make is in you. Amen. Because the way you are is how you treat everyone around you. Amen. My love for others is determined by the level of love I have for myself. Ah, the more I fall in love with myself, the more I'm able to love others. 
Amen. And the only way I can do that is through the word of God. James says the word is our spiritual mirror. It shows us who we are. It's the only thing that can show you who you are, is the word. So spending time in this word, when I look at it, I see me. And that's how I figure out me and who I'm called to be, is through the word, amen? If I don't have a dream, I'll get one through this. And then I'll go after it and do it, amen? If I don't feel called, he'll call me through his word. He's calling you right now, amen? Calls you through his word. Calls us his own. Calls us his beloved. The word is a spiritual mirror, and it shows us who we are. Jesus found himself in the word, and so can you. That's a good word. Jesus found himself in the word. See, Jesus had to learn to become a man. We have to learn to become a spirit. We have to learn to be a spirit. He had to learn how to be a man. He was God, amen? But Jesus found himself in Isaiah 61, if you want to turn there. Jesus himself found himself, found who he was in the word. And so can we. The first sermon he ever gave, Isaiah 61, he found himself in Isaiah. Imagine that day for Jesus on the earth when he's reading through the book of Isaiah and he says, oh, that's me. This is me. And his first sermon, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. If Jesus can find himself in the word, so can you and me. Amen. Oh, that's just so rich. That the more I look into this spiritual law, the spiritual mirror, I found out all who I am. It feeds me. It's the only source that can feed me. The only substance on earth that can feed the real me, a spirit made in his image, amen? So if I'm struggling, who am I? If I'm having an identity crisis, I go to the mirror and I look at who I am and it shows me who I am and I find great comfort in the scriptures. And it shows me who I am so that I can be myself. Because I don't want to be anyone else. Nobody else has my thumbprint. So why would I ever waste time trying to be someone else? God made me me, amen? And God made you you. So be all the you you can be, amen? Don't try to be someone else. Just get in the Word and find out who you are. Oh, well, I should have been anti copyright that. <laughs> Don't try to be who you, somebody else. Just get in the Word and find out who you are. The Word will show you who you are. The Word will show you everything. So Jesus had to learn to be a man, but we have to learn to be a spirit. Because we're a spirit, amen? Praise God forevermore. Love's of the heart, love is of the spirit. And again, Galatians 5.22 says, the first fruit of the, the our born again spirit, our born again man on the inside, the first fruit is love. That's just who you are, amen? You're a lover, praise God. And we ought to love people into the kingdom, amen? Love them into health, love them into prosperity. And just keep on loving because love never fails. Again, if I have a choice to, to lash out in anger and retaliate or to love, I'm going to choose love because love's the high ground because the word says it never fails. And my flesh will fail. I only have 120 years max on this earth. And so do you, the Bible says. 120 years shall be there, David says. So you ought to shoot for at least 120, amen? And then if you have enough faith, just go over that, amen? 
So you ought to at least eat right to 120, amen? And take care of your body and love yourself enough just to eat right, amen? Which is our reasonable service, the Bible says. Amen? To offer up our our bodies a living sacrifice. Right? (laughs) Say, I'm going to live to 120. Unless Jesus comes, amen? So that's a long life, amen? I'm only a third of the way done. Praise God forevermore. So what dreams do you have? Because you've got a long time unless Jesus comes, amen? (laughs) Say, I have a dream. It's in me now. And his word brings it out of me. And it affects the lives of others. Say, I have quality relationships. Because I'm a lover first. In Jesus' name. So Jesus did all he did because of love. It says he was moved with compassion and healed the multitudes. Everything, everywhere Jesus went was through love. Because he was the sample son. The perfect will of God in motion. And God is love, right? Everything he did was orchestrated and fueled by love. So it ought to be the same in our life. Amen? Again, if I have a tough decision, I'm choosing love. Amen? That's the path. That'll keep me on the path. Love, if you've been confused or depressed or down, love, allow his love to infiltrate you, and that love will remove the confusion, bring clarity, peace, and healing and direction. Love brings clarity. Amen? So if you've been confused... You may, it may just be as simple as, Lord, I repent, I get right back to mother. And I do that quite a bit. Ah, ah Lord, I missed it. I yelled at, I yelled at something a little too long. <laughs> I get right back to mother, amen? I missed it, amen? I ate breakfast and, uh, and took too much time for myself without feeding my wife first and making her breakfast, amen? I repent. <laughs> God is love, amen? I get right back in my love to man. And that's the path, amen? And that'll just keep you in perfect peace. And that's how Jesus moved all throughout the earth. He was just walking that love. Amen. That line that never fails. And if you're focused on love, you're focused on Him. And uh, if your mind's fixed on Him, He'll give you in perfect peace. Amen. Just walking that love line. I make it off, I make it trouble, so I repent, and right back to And there's my perfect path. Amen. The perfect will of God. And there's no better place than the perfect will of God. Amen. Our kids are healthy, and all our needs are met. I mean, there's no struggle, there's no striving, there's no toiling. He's redeemed us from that curse. So why allow it in your life, amen? You just keep his love, man, and he'll say perfect peace, amen? And the joy of the Lord will be in your strength, too, amen? Praise God. The joy's in there, amen? You may just have to get right back in love to stir it up again. Oh, there it is. I find myself in joy again. I find myself in peace. And all the fruits of the Holy Ghost, because I'm keeping my world law of love. Amen? Walking in my commandment of love. Can we all stand? Praise God forevermore. Isn't God good? Amen. I said one time, I never want to close a single service, Lord, without giving the Holy Spirit a chance to move. So, Holy Spirit, you're welcome in this place. This is a church that reverences you. I thank you, Lord, for the time that you've given me here and planting us here in this church. Lord, I thank you for moving us in South Orange County. I thank you, Lord, for a fresh fire, a fresh baptism of the love of God that should have brought in our hearts. I give you all the praise, Father God, for speaking in new tongues that give the fire on the inside of us that just stirs us up and wakes us up every morning adventuresome and excited for the day ahead. Who to touch? Who to minister the love of God to? How is God going to use me today as I walk in love? The possibilities are endless. Amen. And that is a, a great life of faith. Amen. Because faith works by love. 
Thank you, Father. Let's just give them some prayers. Heavenly Father, we worship you. We thank you, Lord, for dwelling in this place where two or three are gathered, you're here in our midst. I receive a fresh infiltration, a fresh infilling of the love of the Holy Ghost here tonight. Holy Spirit, touch everyone here tonight who will receive you fresh. I ask for a fresh touch, a fresh infilling, a fresh baptism of the Holy Spirit to come to you like fire and to stir you up with the love of God. Amen. To walk in the love of God like never before. The love of God has been shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Spirit. Amen. Victory in Christ comes through the love of God. Victory, victory, victory comes through love. Everything you need in life, the love of God will keep it. The love of God will keep it secure and precious in your heart. You'll walk into great victories through the love. The love of God. Amen. Say, I'm walking the love line. And if I get off of it, I'm quick to repent. I get right back in love. I love my neighbor as myself. The love of God has been shed abroad in my heart by the Holy Spirit. Lord, if I've been mad, if I harbor resentment, if I harbor bitterness toward anyone in my life, Holy Spirit, remove it now. Show me who to forgive. Cleanse me, Lord. Heal me from past wounds so that I can live a victorious life ahead. I'm in the love of God. I live a life of life. A life filled with His love. Say, I'm overflowing with the love of God. Say, God is love. I'm in the Son of His love. The Kingdom of His love. Say, I'm one with love. Amen. Did anyone get something from this message? Pray. Thanks for having me sing. I love you guys. You guys are awesome. If anyone ever wants to go out and go to social media, amen. Amen. The world needs us, amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thanks, guys. Thanks. That's good for you guys.